Today in Canadian History for May 13th, I'm Mark Affeld. Canadian poet, novelist and playwright Roch Carrier was born in Santa Justine, Quebec on this day back in 1937. Since the 1960s, Carrier has led a career as one of Quebec's most recognized writers. However, he is perhaps best known for his children's book, The Hockey Sweater, in which a young boy accidentally receives a Toronto Maple Leaf sweater instead of the Maurice Richard sweater he had hoped for. And this all happens in small-town Quebec, where the Montreal Canadiens were second only to the church. The book has risen to an iconic status all across Canada and the world. An excerpt from it appears on the back of our $5 bill. I had the chance to speak with Rock Carrier to learn more about his career as a writer and as an advocate for the arts in Canada. Now, you started your writing career as, as a young artist in, in Quebec in the 1960s, and, and I'm curious, would you ever have guessed that, that, that your writing could have become as iconic as it has? Oh, you know, uh, I think you're talking mainly about uh, one of the story I wrote, the hockey, the hockey sweater, and uh, it's not something that you can plan. You know, when the, it's not something that you can uh, build. Uh, it, it it just happened, and it happened. And uh, for me, I must say, it's a gift, and that story. I touch so many people. I'm, I'm just amazed, and uh, again, I, I, I don't believe that it, it, it's happening. There's actually an image of you as a young boy in the Maple Leafs jersey, and um, I, I think it's amazing how there's something about the picture. There's something that 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 really hits a chord with even me. And, you know, I grew up uh, on the other side of the country, a couple generations separate from yourself. And I'm wondering, how does that feel knowing that, that, that a piece of yourself is so identifiable with so many people? Uh, it's, uh, uh, I don't know. It, it, it's, such a, a great, it's such a great feeling. Now, I don't want to be, uh, let's say, to be uh, restrained from that, you know. But it's... It's it's a great uh, privilege, and it, it, this story, because uh, let's see, everybody uh, uh, recognized themselves in that little boy, and the number, let's say, traveling to the country, uh, I heard so many people, you know, men, uh, all class of society, coming and telling me that at some time they had some type of typical experience of having to wear the wrong sweater or the, the wrong suit. And even young ladies, you know, are coming and say, oh, I remember it was that hockey sweater that I had to wear, but I had to wear that, that I had to wear that dress, you know. <laughs> and so that's amazing how uh, the story touched many people as far as being uh, uh, having some lines of my text on the five dollar bill again it's uh, it's something that I could not even dream of you know it just it, it, it just happened and when uh, I was informed that it was happening uh, uh, first I believe that it was somebody uh, playing me uh, playing some joke uh, on me and uh, 
but it happened, and the, the quote is extremely popular. And the, let's say uh, they am asked uh, to to sign copies of the five dollar bills, and I have to explain that no, I cannot do it. But sometimes I have to cheat, you know. <laughs> What you might not know about Rock Carrier is that he has also led two of our nation's most essential art institutions. From 1994 to 1997, Carrier served as the head of the Canada Council for the Arts. And from 1999 to 2004, he was the National Librarian of Canada. Uh, if I if I could, I wanted to ask you a little bit too about your uh, your career in in the Canadian arts, especially the arts uh, uh, institutions in Canada. I'm really curious as as how uh, a writer like yourself takes that step from being an artist or a writer with vocal opinions to actually taking a position in office. Was that a was that a difficult transition? You know, again, when I was a, a very young writer, a very young poet, you know, I was uh, here in Montreal. You know, I, I was uh, there was a milieu of paint. Uh, painter. There was a place where we could meet painters who were older than us. Uh, people from theater were older than us. And poets. And I was very often with a, a poet who was older than I. His name is Gaston Miron. He's quite a important poet here in Quebec. And Gaston Miron was uh, spent some at the time had spent some time in France and saw how the intellectuals in France were involved in politics, and he was talking very often about that. Let's say here in Canada, the poets are not involved, and they should be involved. And if they want to change something, it's not enough to complain in your in your verses. It's not enough to complain in your writing. You have to be involved, and you shall you should go into the public service. <laughs> Time went uh, went on, and suddenly I was uh, invited to become the head of Canada Council, having to deal with uh, the real board and uh, the board of the kids. So I was always very attentive to the board of the serious people, I would say, with experience. But at the same time, I was listening with my two ears what the board of the young people will tell me. And that was very, I think that was very healthy. And in my term at Canada Council, uh, the time uh, were not right for big uh, ideas. It was a time when they were cutting the expenses, and the first news I got after I was appointed was that my budget will be cut by 25%. So in my mind, my job as head of Canada Council and being responsible to support the art. My job was to work to not being cut. And for three years, I worked on that for the budget not being cut. And I, had, I was in the frame of the public uh, 
service, uh, that was quite challenging. But only results count, and at the end, three years later, so the, 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 the Canada Council was protected from the cuts, and the money keeps coming, so we could serve the, uh, the artists. So that was an interesting challenge. There was a lot of action, and that was really a fascinating time for me to be able to serve the community of artists. As always, today is a day full of Canadian history. On May 13, 1873, a mining disaster occurred in Westville, Nova Scotia, killing over 60 people. In 1998, Dr. Maurice Jenneru became the first Canadian doctor convicted of assisted suicide. And as always, we aired this episode of Today in Canadian History. Today in Canadian History is produced by CGSW 90.9 FM. The executive producers are Joe Burma and Mark Affeld. Original music is produced by the Fisk, Fletcher and May Trio. Our series is not meant to be a definitive source on our past. Instead, we hope that it sparks a desire to learn more about our unique history. For more information on the series or to recommend an event or moment, check out our website at cjsw.com slash today in Canadian history. And now it's time for that piece of Canadiana trivia. The line from the hockey sweater that appears on the back of the $5 bill. We lived in three places, the school, the church, and the skating rink. But our real life was on the skating rink. Mm-hmm.